Right now with Talk Talk, you can speed up and spend less on broadband. Out of contract on Superfast Fibre? W Speed and save £134 on average by switching to Talk Talk Full Fibre 150. Just £32 a month for 24 months. Gets ultra fast full fibre, average speeds of 152 megabits per second, plus the world class Amazon Aero router. Switch to Full Fibre 150 and save £134 on average. Search Talk Talk Full Fibre for deals that make sense sense. Talk Talk. CPI plus 3.7% annual increase from April 2023. Average saving on full fibre 150 versus competitors publicly available out of contract fibre 65 equivalent on 18th July. Ends 9th November, 9.95 PMP, subject to local availability. Today, we've got another ex-cop on the podcast. Co-interview with the wild man, Harry Miller. He's been in the news a lot because he was visited by the thought police for doing a tweet. And now he's banned for life from Twitter, and we're going to get to that. But first, Harry, can we just ask, how old were you when you signed up for the force? It was, it, honestly, it was ages ago. It was when God was still a boy. Um, <laughs> and uh, so it was, it was sort of the late, late 80s and it lasted until the early 90s, so not very long. Uh, the, the reason being was um, I've always done really, really badly at being at the bottom of any sort of pile, Um and the pile above you in the police is quite a big pile. So I figured that it was going to take me a long time to become Home Secretary. <laughs> and therefore, I was always going to have a boss. And uh, I didn't much like to. I liked all the rough, tough stuff. I liked all the sort of chasing around in police cars and, um, and um, you know, interviewing and fighting. Necessary fighting. Not, not unnecessary fighting, obviously. Yeah. I would not enjoy that at all. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed all that sort of stuff. Uh, but... Oh, God, just having that many bosses above you, I just couldn't be bothered. So going in, what was going through your mind? You, were you idealistic? You're setting out you know, to do <coughs> good in the world? I was bored. I was just bored. <laughs> I, I didn't really have a, I didn't really have a, you know, some noble, you know, watch too many Columbos, I think, too many Sweeney's. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'd taken it that seriously at all. I, I like it. I'm a good lad. I, I, I want to do... I want to do right. If there's a yeah. fight, if there's a fight going on, and I can see that there's um, that there's a goodie and the bad and a baddie, and even if even if the goodie is taking hell of a pasting, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and jump in. I, I've always been that way. I can't help myself, <coughs> uh, which is really bad because I'm a, like a really crap fighter. So, <laughs> help, sorry, I'm I'm a really crap fighter. So um, so yeah yeah. I, I remember I remember one occasion there being a right kerfuffle. Um, at midnight, I was I was in bed and I looked outside and there was a there were two geezers fighting and I think there was blue lights around so I kind of figured out oh, it must be the police so I shot out of bed in me um, in me nighty and uh, not a kimono nighty but not it's not like that one that that um, that Jimmy Moon fella does I didn't go outside to beat up foxes in me in my wife's, wife's green kimono it was it was nothing like that uh, so, so I, I ran outside about midnight and I saw these two geezers. And I made an instant decision about who the good he was and who the bad he was. And I dived on this fellow and pinned him down. And he said, that's excellent, mate, but I'm the fucking copper. Uh, <laughs> so I let him go. I let him go. And then I jumped and dived on the other fella. And um, ka-ching. That, 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 that was that. That was that. No foxes. No, no kimonos, no foxes. So what was your entry-level position in the police? And what, they're all... Uh, no, area? Okay, what, the, 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 the entry-level is always... 
I don't know whether it's changed, but it was always you're going as police constable. Constable. Yeah, always. It's not like the army. In the army, you can go in as an officer. Yeah. Um, but they don't have that class. And maybe they do now, actually. I don't, I don't know. Um, so for our American viewers, can you explain police constable what that means? A police constable, it is the lowest of the low. Um, we, uh, we get the crappiest uniforms and you do all the really boring crap police work. Everything from ticketing people to arresting people and interviewing people. All that kind of boring stuff, but it'd be, it wouldn't be interesting people like, you know, interesting criminals like you, Sean. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be anything interesting like that. That would be handled by, um, you know, CID or, you know, not, not mere minions like us. We were, we were always sort of tasked to go and arrest somebody down at the local ASDA because they'd put too many eggs in the pocket or. <laughs> Something, something fighting outside nightclubs at half two in the morning. Yeah, fighting outside nightclubs, all that kind of good stuff. It was yeah, and 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 you know, death, um, death notices, and yeah, you know, somebody's passed away, somebody's died, knocking them up, going around and seeing them, sorting out hangings, and but I, I mean, I, I was pretty crap. I was honestly, I was, I was fairly crap. I remember one time going to a going to a hanging in um in Grimsby, uh, Cleethorpe's way, and um. Uh, <laughs> I, I realised that about three weeks later that I got a vital piece of evidence, the bit that he'd hung himself with in, in my pocket. And um, uh, <laughs> that, 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 one, that one right clever of me. So Talk about gallows humour. I wasn't the, I wasn't the, well, yeah, actually there was me and, actually there was me and another cop one night. Um, we were supposed to be going around to do a death message. And we both got the giggles. What is the death message for? Uh, knocking on somebody's door at three in the morning and saying, so, sorry to tell you, but you know, your mate's died oh, or, or what have you. God. It's really serious, horrible, horrible stuff. But there's definitely <sighs> a gallows humour. And I remember going up and every time we pulled up, one of us would start laughing. <laughs> and it's not because you're, you're heartless. It's because you're shitting yourself. Yeah. Like a nervous laugh. Yeah, it is yeah. absolute nervous laugh. So you drive around the block again. Then pull up and then it'd be and away, away, away. I, mean, I think we must have gone around about three or four times. I've we, done it at funerals. It, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like sort of you're nervous and you don't you start laughing. It's not nice, is it? It's not nice, no, no. No, it's it's it, it, it it's really not nice. I remember the I remember um, on one occasion, in fact I think it was the same occasion with the, the guy that had hung himself, um and I got the evidence of his hanging in my pocket. Um We'd we'd gone around me and my sergeant. We'd gone around to um, knock up. I think it was his his sister, and uh, the sergeant had said to me, "Now then, PC Miller, um, I think uh, have you ever done a death message before?" And I said, "No, no, I haven't." He's right. Well, you can do this one. It'll be very good for you. So um, I was absolutely cacking me pants about it, obviously. But I've got a sergeant there, so I've got to do I've got to do my job correctly. So we knock on the door, we knock on the door about three in the morning and um, eventually the light comes on and this woman appears uh, with her husband um, and she opens the door and she says, is it, is it my brother? And my sergeant goes, yeah, yes, ma'am, unfortunately it's your brother. And she bursts into tears. Oh my God, no, no. I knew something like this would happen. And I'm thinking, fantastic, she already knows. This you don't is, have to tell her. I don't, I don't have to tell her. So my sergeant then said, "I'll just take, I'll just take the husband um, into um, into the other room to get a statement from him, um, uh, PC Miller. If you can just make um, this lady a cup of a cup of tea." And so I was busy making the tea, and then she just looked at me and said, "Can I ask you, officer, is he 
is he badly hurt? And I'm thinking, oh shit. Oh no. So I just went, mm, worse than that. She says, what is it? Dead? And she said, I would have just said, hung himself. So I was like, this is going really, really bad. This is going, and then she sort of like burst into tears. And uh, so, yeah, that was my introduction to um, to death messaging. I was I was a bit shit at it, really. So to become a police cadet, do you have any training? Oh, or? it's not a cadet. No, you don't. There's no cadets. I mean, constable. 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 Do you, constable. Are you a cadet before a constable? Do you have to nope, go through a training nope. programme? Yeah, you have to go through a training programme. Yeah, you have to go and, um, well, it, back in the day when it was proper training, we had... Um, we had, I think, 10 weeks up in Akeley Heads in Durham where we learned everything from um, square bashing <laughs> to uh, doing riots and law and, you know, it was, it was proper, proper training. And every now and again, they'd send you back to, the, to your local station and you'd be given a, a tutor constable who would take you around the streets and you would combine learning on the job with learning in the classroom. Um, a lot of law, a lot of procedure. So it was done. It was done <coughs> properly. It was done really, really well, really properly. I, I loved all of that. Absolutely loved it. You um, hired up in a community officer, though, aren't you? Well, no, no. What, where you are with the community officer? The community officers. There are PCSOs now, or well, we didn't have them when I was a cop. Yeah, and I believe they are paid officers. Yeah, but they but, can't put hands on you or anything, can they? Well, 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 they can because. The police in this country operate, generally speaking, as regular citizens. They are regular <sighs> citizens who have given up their time to do what all of us as citizens ought to be doing. And for that, they get, they get I'm going to say constipated. I'd <laughs> 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 probably get constipated. Well, they get compensated. Okay. But the, the majority of arrests and powers that police have they're known as uh, any person powers. They are the sort of powers that <coughs> you and I, you know, if you and I or a, um, uh, a store detective or what have you, uh, you see something nefarious going on, a theft or something like that, you have the power to make an arrest. Um, and that power enables you to uh, apprehend them and um, get them before a, a, a law enforcement agency or a magistrate or whatever as fast as possible. So in this country, the police operate as a rule, under any person powers. They are then given some additional powers, um, which, of course, you have to you have to learn. For instance, they have... Um, <coughs> whereas a regular human... A regular person, if they, if they believe that a... Um, if a crime has taken place and you believe that this person has committed the crime, you can arrest them. Whereas the police, um, they're able to make arrests on two levels of suspicion. One... I suspect a crime has taken place, and I suspect it may be this person. <coughs> uh, but essentially, you are you are operating as a as a uh, subject, as a citizen, um, operating under common law. That, that's as. He has to use minimal force because it's like you know if you caught a burglar coming through your window and you kicked the shit out of him, you're the one getting done for it, aren't you? Yeah, 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 and and, and rightly so. I mean. Um, Amer You've got an American audience, I'm, I'm yeah, 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 more than half. Uh, yeah, in, um, in in the states, you know, you've got um, this uh, castle <coughs> mentality, you know, that um, you're trespassing, you're trespassing. Yeah, you're if, trespassing, if you're trespassing, if you're trespassing, yeah, boom. You've got to say so, it three to times. Tony Martin, Tony Martin 
would not have been in any bother whatsoever no. um, had he shot a burglar in the States. Now, I'm not advocating that at all. I think the gun laws in the USA are absolutely bonkers, quite frankly. Um, and I, I'm certainly not advocating for that. But I'm saying for your American audience, it's very different in this country. We have absolute minimal force for everything. Yeah. All of the time. All of the time. Which, which there seems to be almost a contract um, of understanding between the police force, police officers, and the majority of criminals, actually, because there's not that many criminals go around tooled up. No. There's not that many in, um, officers who are seriously injured. And when you, when you talk about this to American cops, they just don't get it because their assumption is that everybody's tooled up, um, everybody's um, standing on their Second Amendment rights, everybody's got a gun, um, and so we better shoot or get shot. And you talk to them about how it is in this country, and they look at you like you have lost the plot. One of the things that I love to do, I've got, um, I spend quite a lot of time out in in Montana, okay. and Montana is proper gun state. Seriously, you've got everything out in Montana. And one of the things I really enjoy doing is going down to the local gun shop, um, and just winding up the the the, the, the people yeah. in the gun shop. I go in there and just go. Well, of course, I'm I'm British. Um, in in Britain, we don't uh, we don't tend to have guns. And they'll go, "Gee, man, what happens to you if somebody's you come home one night and somebody's there raping your wife and raping your dog? What are you going to do with them?" I said, "Well, the first thing that we do, obviously, is we we employ our great British humour. Uh, as a rule, that does the trick. Um, <laughs> if that doesn't work, then we are allowed to use um, whatever minimum force." Is necessary. It's entirely on. It's not like this out here, is it? And they're like, "Hell no, hell no! This is what you want." You, he pulls down this huge, great gun. Kaching, kaching. You're like two in the head, two in the chest. Um, let the state bury him, and tomorrow you're on Oprah. That's 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 that. that, that. Oh, you're going every every time. They've got a really short guy going every year. Every year that I'm there, I go in and just um, wind them up. It's so different. I can't believe what I'm hearing because I had a shotgun for home protection in America. So you're saying if someone comes in my house now who could have a weapon and I like outsmart that person and subdue them, I'm yeah. going to get in trouble. No, if you subdue, if you, what with a weapon? Whatever it takes. As long as it's the minimum, as long as it is the minimum necessary, it's got to be the minimum force necessary. It could be reasonable. But the test is. Does the reasonable person, would the reasonable person think that that you used the right amount of force? So say he comes in with a knife, I somehow get it off him and stab him in the neck. Am I in the shit then? Probably. Why would you have stabbed him in the neck? Just to, just to stop him? Well, if it was to stop him, then you know, that's, a, that's an argument worth having, isn't it? But if it was because you thought... I'm thinking he's going to get the knife back, maybe. If I don't do something drastic... He's going to kill me? Well, that's that's all down to um, you know your state of mind at the time, isn't it? The, and the um, yeah, but he's in my frigging house. Three well, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to be nervous. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing is, power just just strangle someone. I have baseball bats and everything all around the house. Ah, now then, now then, if you've got baseball bats all around the house, yeah, 
and you're not a baseball player. Mm. I've got a ball and I've got a glove in my bedroom. Right, are they in? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tell that tell that to the judge, mate. Tell that to the judge. If you've got well, I do if, have I do have weapons all around the house, that's a true fact. Well he hasn't. He was kidding. <laughs> any any law enforcement officer listening right now from England, he was kidding. And No just for home protection. In the States, in your home in the States, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was in America. In, in your home in the States. He's right? on about in America. Yes, in yeah. America, okay, of thank course, you. Yes. Because were you to have weapons scattered around your house? Um, they would be um, weapons of offence, offensive weapons or what have you. You can't have them. You cannot have them. You can't You can't keep a baseball bat under your bed just in case. So the criminal comes in, he's got a weapon premeditated, and you're not allowed to have something there in case that situation arises. That's crazy. Well, it's a, it, it, it's a grey area. Maybe the law's changed, but um, that, was cer- that certainly used to be the case. I mean, you, you, just, you just can't. You can't have... Weapons of offence, uh, knocking around your house just in case. So you, how many people die that? in this country because people come in with weapons and then they get disturbed in a burglary and then they just kill the occupant of the house? I, I bet it must be... I don't know. There's, there's a few. Well, yeah, there's I'm, a few. I'm sure there's a few. But I, to be honest with you, I am all for the um, the British way <coughs> of doing it. I really? Think, yeah, no, I, I absolutely am. Yeah, I am for the British way of doing it because I think... Overall, we're better in this country than we are in the States. And I spent a lot of time in the States. And, you know, when the answer out in the States is, gee, you've got a problem with your neighbour? Well, were you to blow him away, we would look the other way. I, that, that can't be right. That can't be right. No, there's a lot of extremes in America, but I think your home is your sanctuary. Yes. Yeah. If someone's coming in because I could have a weapon, and maybe you've got your woman in there, you've got kids, you've got a baby, whatever, you know, that person needs to be prepared to die if they're coming in and they're going to threaten your life or your family's life by coming in with a weapon. Well, the, of course, the law allows you to use reasonable force and it yeah. takes into it takes into consideration your state of mind at the time, the entire circumstances. He takes all of that into account. Yeah. But still, you can't have weapons lying around your house just in case. You can't. You just... You just don't do that in this country. Okay, so I did karate. What if I just choke him so out? You, so you're saying that you you are you are a lethal weapon? No. What, what if I choke him out? Is that okay? No, it's not okay. It's you, you're allowed to use. You're allowed to use. <laughs> he might keep fighting back if I don't choke him out, and he, he might have other people in the house. Yeah, he might. You've got to subdue a person. Otherwise, they're going to be thinking, I'm going to get arrested now. I've got to get back up and attack this person again. I'm, I'm taking about me. I am. I'm trashing <laughs> him with the baseball, but I'm sorry. I'm not going to say... In the States. In the States, right? In the States. In the States. Now, you shouldn't be doing that. You're an Aussie boy. <laughs> what, <Right. pink? laughs> Well, yeah, you, you know, you, you, um, you overwhelm, them, overwhelm them with what, with the minimum force that is reasonable. That is the way... It is in this so, so you tell me then, someone comes in with a weapon, what is the minimum force you would use? <laughs> I would use whatever was whatever was to hand that I needed. Okay. So, frying pan. It's all right, all right. So you knock you, you knock him down with a frying pan. Yeah. He's going to get back up, isn't he? He's, gonna scur- he's scared he's going to get arrested. He's scared you're going to hit him again and try and knock him out. He's going to get back up and attack, keep attacking you, isn't he? Or he's going to run out the window? Well, if he runs out the window, then... Then he runs out the window. But what if he keeps getting back up? Well, you keep knocking him out. 
<laughs> just keep just keep knocking him out. But every time you do that, there's a chance he might knock you out. That's, yeah, that's why. Like that's why you're allowed to do dong with the frying pan. <laughs> you're allowed to use. You are allowed to use reasonable force. Now, what constitutes reasonable force will differ in every different situation. So, that is that's it. And the, the police, the, the the law, the judge, they will take into account your state of mind at the time. And if it was reasonable, if your behaviour was reasonable, fine. I'd kill a child molester on site too. I wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that either in this country, are you? You're, not, you're no. just not allowed... We, we, yeah. <laughs> and, and this is the thing. <laughs> Moving the conversation on. <laughs> I, 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 since, since, my, since my run-in with the police as a non-police officer, um, I have founded with my mate Rob Jessel an organisation called Fair Cop. And we call it Fair Cop because we, we think that cops are by and large, fair in this country. I think the old school ones were. Yeah, well, yeah, I think the old school ones were, were fair and um, I think the new school ones are fair. The ones that, that give you a clip round the head. I used yeah. to go to like, the football matches and we used to get into shit and stuff and like, there was a couple of coppers there they'd give you a clout round the head. Go on, fuck off, out the way. Nowadays, they're just over the top. They've got the trunks, you know, and the fucking chicken in here and everything. They go a bit, they're brutal. The young you cops, oh, yeah, yeah. You think? Definitely. They're not like that, are they? Uh, I've not... I'll be honest with you. I have not... I have not... I've not seen that at all. I have not seen um, instances of police brutality. Now, just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, of course. But all I know is that the police officers that I know, um, and the police officers that I served with, uh, they, they're just not that type of person. Just not that type of person. Now, you know, everybody... Each to their own. Yeah. Each to their own with their experience. I'm not going to say your experience didn't happen or your mates didn't happen. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that in my experience, most most bobbies are in it for the right reason and they try to do the right job. They really try to do the right job. And that's why, to bring you back, is why we call ourselves Fair Cop. Fair Cop. Because we believe in the fairness of the police. We are entirely supportive of the police. Now, what we are not supportive of is the ideology that the police are being fed that causes them to come and knock on people's doors to check their thinking. That we are against. But that's not down to the individual officer. In my case, it was a, a, a young officer who actually a year ago tomorrow... Funny enough. Well, they're using they're abusing the power. To, well, the well, power's gone to the head. That's what it is. I don't think. I don't think it's the power gone to the head. I think what's gone to the head is a crazed ideology. So, you, this is what happened with me. Mm. I was I was um, out shopping and um, I was just sitting in the car playing Candy Crush, I think. Um, and uh, I got a I got a phone call from uh, my workplace. And uh, my managing director, um, I say managing director, he's he's like my partner um, and he manages, so he's the managing director. I'm a lazy sod, so I do bugger all. Um, so he manages, that's why he's the managing director. So they've been, they've been, been turned up at work and um, said, we're looking for um, Harry Miller. And 
my MD said, well, who are you? And he said, well, I'm, I'm, my name's PC Gull. Um, I need to speak to Mr. Miller. And um, my MD said, well, I ain't going to give you his number, but I'll take your card. And then he rang me up and said, this geezer's after you. Um, do you want to give him a ring? So I rang him up. And this is where it got really interesting because he said, are you, are you Harry the Owl on Twitter? <laughs> I said, yep, I, I'm Harry the Owl on Twitter. Why? He said, well, we've had a... A complaint from somebody down south. Um, I said, all right, yeah, what about? He said, well, we believe that your place at Immingham Dock isn't safe for trans people. I'm like, you what? what? Well, I don't employ any trans people. Ah, yes. You thought you might say that. Uh, you don't employ trans people probably because you're a great hateful transphobe and all the trans people are too afraid to um, to come and work for you. Ha-ha! Gotcha! <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> He didn't say how hard got you. That's, that, that's a lie. Say something like with George Well, do not jump the gun. Do not jump the gun. So, so I'm like, right. Well, I ain't got no trans people here as far as I'm aware. But who knows? Who knows? I might have. Yeah. Uh, we, at the time, we were employed about 90 people. So, um, might well be. I didn't know. Uh, but I said, one thing I can tell you is we've had no complaints. None at all. We've not had, had a single complaint. Um based on the Equality Act, ever. Not at all. So I don't know what they're on about. Well, you might have. There might be people who you could upset transgender people. I said, what is it that I've done? Tell tell me what I've done. Tell me what I've done. I said, have I committed a crime? He said, oh, no, no, no. No, you've not committed a crime. I said, right, okay. So what have I done? He said, well, I've got 30 tweets here. I've got 30 tweets here. And, um, you know, you better stop it. Like, hold on a minute. I've got 30 tweets. You've told me I've not committed a crime. Yeah. Right. So why are you ringing me? And he said, ah, well, I need to check your thinking. And they were his exact... (laughs) They they were his exact words. I I need to check your thinking. Now, the the poor guy just got unlucky with me because... I'd expect Jeremy Beadle to pop out with someone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I I just like... I don't just, I just don't go with that. <laughs> it's got to be a joke, this, is it? <laughs> that, bullshit. I'm not having that. Like, so, right, so let me get this right. You're a police officer, yeah, and you're ringing me to check my thinking, yeah. I said, have you any idea what that makes you? And he said, nope. I said, well, I'll tell you exactly what it makes you. Ma- makes you. It makes you the thought police. Yeah. And I told him, look, 1984, it is, <laughs> honestly, 1984, it's a dystopian novel. Oh, it's not a police yeah. how-to manual, all right? <laughs> the, the police weren't supposed to pick up that book and go, wow, great book. This sounds like a great idea. Let's see if we'll we can make it work. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let, let's go with this. Let's go with this. Uh, so he he didn't get that. He didn't get that at all. So we went back over the have I committed a crime thing. No, 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 Mr. Miller. You No, no question about you having committed a crime. I said, oh, well, that's, that's really, really good to know. So um, you've got 30 of these tweets. Um, did you bring them? I, I, yeah, I did bring them. I'll read, I'll read you out for a minute, yeah. Please I said, um, I said, in your opinion, in your professional opinion, which is the one that comes closest to being criminal? The one that is, you know, any, any further, and I'm like seriously getting into criminality. Which one is it? And he said... Well, you um, you liked a limerick. I went, you are. He says, you 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 liked limerick. It wasn't all man with a beard. 
Well, no, it wasn't even, it wasn't even Limerick. This is the weird thing. It, it wasn't even Limerick. It was, um, oh, see, it was uh, your breasts are made of silicon, your vagina goes nowhere, and we can tell the difference even when you're not there. Your hormones are synthetic, and let's just cross this bridge. What you have, you stupid man, is male privilege. Bum bum. Um, That's good, so, quite good, that. Well, yeah, 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 and, and, and because I, I get into trouble for not crediting the writer, that, that was from the great feminist lyricist and writer and songwriter, Ali B. Okay, I think she's available on YouTube, so go and have a look. But one thing it is not, it is not a limerick. But anyway, PC Gull um, said there's this limerick, which is which is coming closest to criminality. And I said, but, so you didn't even say that. You retweeted I, I someone read, else's yeah. words. I retweeted it. That's all I did. Yeah, Why aren't they going to Ali B Why, instead of you? Well, that is that is a really interesting one. you know. And I was one of quite a few people who liked or retweeted it. But I, I think they picked on me because... Somebody down south, and I don't know, I don't know who. They're just this um, person called that the court called Mrs. B, the mysterious Mrs. B. Mrs. B, you're a right wanker. <laughs> you Mrs. 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 Be Mrs. B, we'll be visiting you now. <laughs> Mrs. B was shown my tweets by somebody else, apparently. So they didn't actually find my tweets. They were show- somebody read my tweets and went. I've got to print these off and take them to Mrs. B because Mrs. B is going to be super offended by these tweets. <clears throat> so that's it. That's what happened. They took them to Mrs. B, who found them absolutely, you know, got the vapors over uh, over them, and then went on this um, computer program set up by the Met. I can't remember its name. Where you can report hate. You can report hate. So they reported the hate. Now. Because at the time, Harry the Owl had not been particularly bright about um, checking his security, you could quite easily find me in the real world. I got the name of my company and various bits and pieces. So I think the truth is they went for me because I was an easy find. Do you think this is an organised crime against you whereby there's a group of people targeting people like you to get, yeah. you, get you off Twitter. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. 100%. <coughs> so they, They're they, playing they, the system, yeah. basically. So they put, it through, they put it through the Met. The Met go, right, okay, this, this fella's, the address we've got is in Humberside. Uh, we better send it down to Humberside. And Humberside looks at it and go, whoa, blimey, look at this. Look at these lyrics. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we, better, we, we, we better dispatch our police constable uh, onto this. So the police constable rang at my workplace. Um, they looked at the tweets uh, and then... They decided that because they hadn't got hold of me, they would come and make a visit. So they turn up at my workplace. Now, this is quite funny because they say in their statement that um, it wasn't sinister, the police officer turning up at your workplace, because he was in his civilian clothing. Now, I'm not being funny, but I would rather have a police officer in his normal police clothing turn up because then we know it's not very serious, really, because he's he's just a constable. For me, plainclothes police officer spells trouble because you're, you're a DC. You're so, but regardless any of that, he turned up and said, I'm a police officer, I want to speak to Mr Miller. Well, it makes it more official, doesn't it? You don't get plainclothes constables, do you? So it's like, he's yeah, probably yeah, hanging so, up, I mean, you know what I mean? I mean had, he t- had he turned up in his uniform, people would be thinking, oh, somebody's got a dodgy parking fine, somebody's bumped a car or something like that. Isn't, there, it, isn't there a fraternity, though? Like, you, have you been ex-police? 
Oh, they wouldn't have remembered me. God, blimey. No, no Masonic handshake you could have done to make it... No. Yeah, well, one, I wasn't there, so I wasn't able to employ... <laughs> deploy my Masonic handshake, for one thing. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, do you think we'd, you think we'd be all... You know, if I'd have been able to deploy the Masonic handshake... Well, yeah, oops. Seriously, seriously. So, so yeah, so they dispatched, they dispatched the officer to my workplace who interviewed my managing director who then went off and I then spoke to him and he was on the phone with me for 30 minutes. Mm. Th sorry, 34 minutes. Mm. 34 minutes, right? So over this limerick. So um, I, I said, this is absolutely ridiculous. You don't get to ring up, turn up at a workplace and um, interrogate people with the intention of interrogating somebody <clears throat> about Twitter. You don't get to do that. And he said to me, because he didn't know I owned the company, he said, well, the thing you've got to remember, Mr. Miller, is this, that if, you're, if your workplace, if your boss finds out you're doing this, you could be in very serious trouble. And I said, well, isn't that ironic? Because he wouldn't have known anything about it until you turned up at my <laughs> bloody workplace. You could have got fired for that yeah, if yeah. it wasn't your place. Well, this is, this is where it gets super scary, yeah. Because, of course, I could. Yeah. Most, most HR departments are terrified. They don't want any... They don't want anything. No, you no. know, all, all you need to do is say racism, homophobia, transphobia, blah, and they... They jump a mile. They're terrified <clears> of it. And, you know, there's, there's, for, for in, in many cases, rightly so. One of but my friends got like, suspended from work. And all he put is, oh, my boss at my place was being a right wanker today. And he put it, he put it on Facebook. Yeah, you're not really supposed to do that. It probably, breaches a, it probably breaches a company policy that says, whilst employed in our service, you cannot call your superiors <laughs> wankers <laughs> or, or, on social media. I thought it was quite fair. Yeah. I think once you're out of work, you're but, out of work, you know what I mean? But it's not a police matter, that, is it? No, no, it's no, not a police, that's not a police no. matter. No. It's not a police matter. So I, 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 told, I told the constable, <clears throat> you don't get to do this. That's just not how it works. You, we don't have thought crime. And he said this, he said, I need, to, I need to contact you because it might escalate. I said, but <laughs> escalate to what? You know, how does, how does a limerick escalate? Is it going to turn into a Shakespearean sonnet? Have if you we're not careful. Yeah. Am I going to turn into Pam Ayres? What's How does it escalate? How can it possibly escalate? Now, of course, he couldn't tell me how it escalated, but one thing he was certain was that it might escalate to a crime. And it was his duty and the duty of Humberside Police to prevent that escalation. And that's why they were talking. That's why they were talking to me. And I just told him, look, mate, this is absolute uh, utter crap pile. You do not get to come and do pre-cog, pre-thought crime with people because they've tweeted something on Twitter <clears throat> that's not a crime. You've said it's not a crime. You don't get to do that. What is going on? That is that, why a lot of us people think the police are a joke. But they're not a joke. They're not a joke. What the, the, the problem is they've been fed an absolute crap pile of bullshit is yeah. what's happened. And I have nothing against the, the particular officer at all because I asked him, I said, where are you getting all this information from? And he said, he said, look, he said, what you've got to understand. And he was, he'd got his real sincere voice on. You know, he's like, you've got his head tilted yeah, sideways. You can concerned. Tell. Yeah, he's concerned. Yeah. He said, what you've got to understand is that, Mr. Miller, sometimes in the womb, a fetus, a fetus's brain accidentally grows the wrong body parts. 
and that's what being trans is. I'm like, hold on a minute, you what? Yeah, yeah. So some, some, sometimes, some, sometimes in the womb, um, uh, fetus accidentally grows the wrong body parts. I said, you, you, you can't possibly believe that. You, you're a police officer. What? Are you? He said, oh, I've been on the course. <laughs> oh well, if you've been on a course, then mate, that, that's that, different. That, yeah, if you've been on a course, that explains it all, then, doesn't it? Yeah, that explains it all. Um, so I, I do have some trans friends, and they feel that they are women trapped in men's bodies. Yeah, but it's or... nonsense, isn't it? There's no such thing as no. They might feel they're a woman trapped mm. in a man's body. You might, you might feel you're Napoleon, but you're not Napoleon, are you? And I'm not. I'm, well, maybe you are. Actually, he's gone all quiet. I think I've offended you now. I was, I was just thinking then. In, 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 order, in order to have that trapped in the wrong body yeah. theory, okay, and I, and I know a lot of people do feel as though they're trapped in the wrong body, but that, that needs for you to believe in a gendered sexed soul that is separate to the body because how can you be trapped in your own body if I, well, I, I believe I am my body? So how, Chris- can, how can I be trapped in the wrong body? Because I am my body. Yeah. Now, what, what, what might happen is that I might feel as though my body is wrong. And I might look at a woman and think, I feel like that should be my body. Well, that's, well, that's just that, psychological. That's, that's not- a sight. Yeah, it's not a reality. No, it's but not it's reality. Being, but it's being, taught, it's being taught to the police that this is a real thing. That's just a lot of bollocks, isn't it? I, 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 well, I'll tell you what. If you believe that, you are absolutely at liberty to believe that. Your friends who believe they are souls trapped in the wrong body, they they are absolutely at liberty to believe that and to argue their case. But, but, I have the right to say, I think that's nonsense. And you don't have the right to have the police come round to me and tell me that my belief is nonsense. Yeah, you don't I, get I agree to do with that. that. Yeah. Let me give you this case then. So we had a guest on, a very interesting character, um, Androgyny, who was an intersex person, also yes. ex-police. Androgyny is mostly male, but has a vagina, a penis, and a womb. That's yeah. rare, though. It is rare. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. And these anomalies exist. We all know that. But by the same token that we know that a dog is a four-legged mammal... Just because we find a three-legged one born with three, we don't change the definition of what a dog is, do we? We go, right, okay, we've got a three-legged dog here. That's an anomaly. But the, the correlation between people who are truly into sex and those who are trans transsexual, I don't think there's a... I don't, think there's a I don't personally get them. Okay, I get gays and I get lesbians. But I don't get people who are clearly men thinking they're women. I mean, no, neither, neither, neither do I. I neither, neither it's do we. weird because because my friend, my good friend, Posey Parker, she's someone who you should have on the show. By I the watched way. some of hers. It, it came on after yours. Yeah, I watched on YouTube. Yeah, yeah Posey is Posey is a genius, actually. But she, her whole thing, her, and I think it was in, I think it was in Liverpool actually that she put up. Was it in Liverpool where she put up the sign? Um, uh, woman, adult, human, female. And it was treated as a hate incident. God. The definition, yeah. And um, the advertisers took it down because of the pressure from trans activists. Um, that, that is the the word woman, noun, adult, human, female. 
which you, is lifted directly from the dictionary, is classed in some quarters as hate speech. And the police, the police, the actual police, are enforcing this. Well, call me old-fashioned, but wasn't the purpose of the police to gather evidence against person A who's harmed person B, and then when they got enough evidence, arrest that person because they've actually committed a crime? Well, yeah. how's it gone from that yeah. to what you're talking about? Evidence, evidence. Because <laughs> if you look at the um, hate crime operational guidance uh, issued by the College of Policing in 2014, it says that for a hate crime or a hate incident to be a hate crime or a hate incident, get this, no evidence of hate is required. Do you have to have a victim who's distressed to come and testify against you and say, this person's done this and nope. I'm going to get up in court and testify it can all be them. Nope, it can all be done anonymously through this computer and the police will take it. And it doesn't even have to be the victim. You don't even have to have a victim. This is the thing. You don't, don't have, have to have, have a victim. A, no, no. All, all, it's, all, it needs, all it needs is somebody, a third person, to perceive that what you're doing is transphobic and the police will take that seriously. No evidence required, by the way. And, that, and that's what he says. No evidence required. And that's why we are currently <coughs> uh, awaiting judgment because we, we took the College of Police to the High Court and we are now in uh, where we're waiting on um, Justice Knowles to decide whether you can have uh, hate crimes and hate incidents that require no evidence. And that's what he says. No evidence is required. So... There's got to be some so senior if, coppers up there who think this is absolutely ridiculous. Let's stop it. It's a waste of the policeman's time. Surely. Oh yeah, I've I've been I've been contacted by a lot of coppers. I've been contacted by people in the College of Police who we're taking to who we've taken to court to say we hope you win. We really hope you win. Yeah. Because this is absolute nonsense. We're fed up of teaching it. We don't believe a word of it. But our guidance is being written by pressure groups and academics who know nothing about policing and know nothing about the real world at all. And they are pushing, forcibly pushing into policy that the police are treating as though it's law, all this absolute nonsense. It's just making a joke of the police, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I, went, out, I went out with a, um, a police officer friend um, in the south of England. Uh, we went... We went and had breakfast, and um, I was shown some documents, uh, some internal police documents. And you can't believe what it says. It says that in a custody suite, in a custody suite, <sighs> if you get arrested on a Saturday night, yeah, okay, and they, they think that you've got a wrap of heroin around your bell end. Okay, all you need to do... It was crack you used to have around your belly, wasn't it? Well, not yeah, it was crack. Crack was, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All you need to do is stand there and go, I'm a woman. And then you then have the right to be searched by a woman. Not this ugly mother, you know, yeah. police sergeant stood there. So you've got a woman rubbing rub, 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 yeah. around your belly. And, and, and if the woman says no, if the woman officer says no, that's a bloke. Yeah. They are in trouble. Now, has they that, are has in that trouble. actually happened? 
Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. Listen to that criminal. Ab- ab- absolutely. Use. <laughs> ab- absolutely, absolutely. Now it gets We're all e- going trans. It gets e- it gets even worse because it says that that you, as the prisoner, have the right to be to identify in whatever gender you choose and to be searched by someone of the gender of your choosing. So. <laughs> now then, we you you're just thinking you're old school. I bet you're just thinking right, man who thinks he's a woman, woman who says he's a man. Yeah, that is so last year. That is so last decade. Because now we have an infinite number of genders. So in the official police guidelines, I want to say, lady boy, please. It talks about third gender. What the hell is third gender? It talks about a gender. It talks about straightforward transvestites. And then if you, if you go further into other documentation, it talks about smoke gender. What, my, my, can, can, can you tell me what smoke gender might I've possibly be? I've got no fucking be? clue. My head is, you've got male, you've got female, you've got gay, you've got lesbian, and you've got, like, um, lady boys. Yeah, but... Intersex, I know that much Gay and lesbian... Yeah, I understand. That, 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 that's simply about who you want to go to bed with, isn't it? Yeah. That's about it's who, you, who you fancy. Yeah. Trans identity is saying, oh, it's nothing to do with who you want to go to bed with. That's to who I am. It's, it's, it's no place. This The LGB thing, fine. You're born with a dick, you're a man, and you're born with a fanny, you're a woman. That's right. it. Okie dokie, you've just committed a hate incident. Right there and then. Right there and then. Because you or me or any of your listeners can report you for saying that and... The Met, the, sorry, the um, Merseyside Police and the Merseyside Police, by the way, are absolute advocates of this nonsense. They can come, in all seriousness, I am not bullying you at yeah. all. You can end up with a hate incident against your name. You can end up with a full police investigation and that can end up on an enhanced DBS check if you apply for a job somewhere. Bring it on, motherfuckers. I have my opinion and I'm going to stick with it. You don't yeah. want me to edit that out, but, man. No, don't, no. But that, but that, that, that is true. This is what this is what we learned that your you appear. It appears on a. This is what I've got. I've got a, I've got a crime record, <laughs> and I know it's a crime record because it says crime report at the top of it. Yeah. Okay. I got this. I put in a for a subject's access request. Oh, by the way, it took me I think four months to get the other twenty nine tweets because they wouldn't let me have them. They just told me, so I didn't know what. You know what was it that I tweeted? If you've um, been accused of something, you're entitled to what? To know what the evidence is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to put in a subject access request because they wouldn't give it to me. And when they came back, they were redacted. Absolutely. <laughs> but I've, I've got a crime report, right? Get this: a crime report. It says crime report on right something there. non-criminal. And then you look down it. It says offence, trans hate speech. And then you look a bit further down, and it says crime non-crime. What the hell is a crime non-crime? Seriously, how can you have a crime non-crime? I'll be on a crime number on a crime non-crime. Yeah, a, a crime non-crime. Yeah, it's Schrodinger's crime. It's a crime depending on who's looking at it. It's a crime non-crime. It's, 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 this is Orwellian doublespeak at its absolute it really is. finest. It is. it is crime non-crime. You're not a criminal, but you've got a criminal record. It's not actually a criminal record. It's a crime report. Classed as a crime, non-crime for an offence. Thanks, George Orwell's wrote the police manual. Yeah, so, so that, that, that's that's exactly it. That is that is a document. Now, when the judge, so you've got a criminal record now. I've got a criminal. Well, no, I've got this nebulous thing, which is a crime, non-crime criminal record. But if you go for the interview, <coughs> could it pop up? Yes, 
It, there's the thing. That's a bastard. Now How could you do that? Well, not... exactly. You know, now then, now then, now then, get get this. I thought when I went well, into that's this, prejudice to you, isn't it? I thought when I went into this that there, you know, there would be me, and then there'd be a handful of other people who've suffered this nonsense. Yeah. I think it was the Telegraph two weeks ago, um, on the basis of what we've we've uncovered, um, revealed that there are eighty nine thousand. Eighty-nine thousand non-crime crimes in 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 the police forces of England. How much is that cost the taxpayers? Millions. Absolute millions. Yeah, but each one of that eighty-nine thousand, okay, has the potential to ruin a career, because if you decide you want to go work um, at a school or a charity or something like that, and they need an enhanced DBS check. That non-crime crime can appear on the enhanced DBS check. And there is nothing you can do about it. Well, you can. You can support Fair Cop because we are pulling the whole shit show down. Well, I think well that's the, the plan. I think anyway. the eight years they did in America for fucking being a ringleader of a criminal enterprise would probably top that one, like. All right, so so this is so this is this isn't like the break, make or break one, though. No, this ain't the make right. or break one. <laughs> okay, this is what I'm saying. Like fuck you, if you want to come and get me for fucking having my own opinion, <laughs> you might as well come and get me because I'm going yeah, to sell my own opinion. But that, that, that's how crazy it is. So we're in this we're in this position where you've got you've got the judiciary, you've got the law, and then just to the side, you've got this other thing going on, yeah. which is not subject to the law; it's subject only to the police. That's not something. There's no appeal at, at the courts. If you want to appeal it, you've got to do what I did with Fair Cop and go all the way to the bloody high court and challenge the government and say what you're doing is illegal. You cannot have non-crime crime. You can't have hate incidents recorded without any evidence. And you and you, they're not recording it with. They don't go looking for evidence because the thing says. No evidence is required. All it takes is you to say, I think that he was being hateful because that person over there is gay or that person over there is trans or that person over there is black or that person over there, you know, whatever. Now, interestingly, really interestingly with all this is, in the Equality Act, the Equality Act, you've got nine protected characteristics. Okay, nine. But... What we have with the police, that's been reduced to five monitored strands. So they're not bothered about certain of the, some of the Equality Act. Forget that. Forget that. Like, for instance, if you're a woman, forget it. You, you don't have any protection. None at all. If you're a man pretending to be a woman, you have all the protection in the world because that makes you trans. Now, Get your head around that. I'm going to go then, trans. Call, you call me Petra from now on. Petra. Petra's a bloke's name. <laughs> Petra the Shem. Hey, <laughs> you look much, much more like a Siobhan to me. Siobhan, that's yeah. me, Siobhan. Siobhan, yeah, yeah. That's a black person's name, though. Siobhan's, don't be daft. <laughs> it is. Uh, what? What can we go with? <laughs> Angel. Angel? Yeah. <laughs> Cricket? What are you on about, Angel? Can all of you please give me a shem name to see what we go Can with? Can you please put Peter's trans name in the comments below? Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It would be cool to have a trans name, wouldn't it? The trans, name, the trans name that gets the most likes in the comments below 
We'll get a free signed copy of Hard Time signed by Wildman. Yes, I'm not called a fag for a week. Uh, Wilmer, Wilmer the Wild Man. That's Wilmer what, the Wild Man. Yeah, Wilmer, Wilmer the Wild Man. That's, it. That, that, that's what that's what I'm going for. But to bring but to bring about okay. So if you're a, if you're a bloke who says you're a woman, you get the protection. If you're just a regular woman, you don't. And that's got to be bonkers because get this: there are two women a week yeah. killed, killed on account of their sex. Two, two a bloody week, and it's been like that for years and years and years, and. The the, the the hate crime um, guidance is supposed is there to particularly protect vulnerable minorities, but we can't be asked with the women. We can't be asked with the women. Like the ones but getting groomed. But if you're a bloke, if you're a bloke who says he's a woman, you get all the protection in the world. That, my friend, is lunacy. Absolute lunacy. Now, something else. Your local Merseyside police. I've got pictures of Merseyside police flying. The trans flag, flying the trans flag outside police headquarters. What the hell is that about? Is what that, the hell is that? The rainbow? No, it's not the rainbow one. It's the pink. It's the pink, white, and blue one, because nothing says non-binary like pink and blue. Hey, seriously, um, they're flying the trans. They fly the trans flag, right? They do all the pride marches. They actively campaign politically for changes to the Gender Recognition Act actively campaign for it now then schedule one of the code of ethics says that a police officer shall not engage in politics nor shall they give the impression of engaging in politics that's what it says now when i look and when there's a campaign to change the gender recognition act is that all the police force is that oh yeah all police forces yeah yeah they can same as holton police force every, every, yeah you can't be political. You can't even look. I was chatting to a former assistant chief constable of Liverpool yeah. um, a few weeks ago, and he said when there used to be the orange parades out here, their police their police officers weren't even were taught do not even accidentally march in step to the beat of the drum, because it will give the impression that you're being political. You can't do it as a police officer. You cannot even look. Like you're being political. It'd be hard to do that, wouldn't it? Because you'd go with the rhythm, wouldn't you? Yeah, it is. It, it, it is <laughs> hard. It is hard. But but, but, but during it, because this last year we've been talking, the, the, the government have been talking about reforms to the Gender Recognition Act, okay? And the police have been actively promoting reform to the Gender Recognition Act. They've been. I've got pictures of senior police officers signing pledges to Stonewall. Now, uh, what pledge can you have? What pledge? What what are senior police officers doing? Signing pledges to Stonewall because when you be when every officer becomes an officer, they they do make a pledge. They make a pledge to Her Majesty, and part of that pledge says that they will operate without fear or favour. Now, if you keep <coughs> if you take that that's pledge, clearly favour though, isn't it? If you yeah, if you take that pledge seriously, you don't need any other pledges. No. Why would you be? And why would you think it's okay to make a pledge? to a group like Stonewall who are actively politically campaigning for changes in the law actively and you go on the Stonewall website and it says we are looking for allies to help us change the law it says allies and then you see the police saying we're joining the ally scheme uh, we're looking we are looking for allies to help change hearts and minds and then you see the police saying we're all about changing hearts and minds raising raising the flag and then you look and on the stonewall website it shows 
um, police officers with uh, rainbow epaulets on. And then out on the street, you've got police officers with rainbow epaulets on. To me, all of that looks political. And it looks political because it is political. But even worse, I've got a photograph of a police officer from Leicestershire with a riot shield coloured in the trans flag. Okay? Yeah. Right, he's posing there with his riot shield with the trans flag. Now, can you... Can Might you go can, to Millfield with that. <laughs> can, 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 you, can you imagine? Can you imagine what, the, the furore that there would be if there'd been a police officer with Brexit on his riot shield? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Remain on his riot shield? Or Vote Tory on his riot shield? Can you imagine that? There would be absolute uproar. But this is the trick, and it's a work of absolute magic by Stonewall. They have convinced the police that this matter is so, so settled that only a complete and utter ignoramus bigot of the worst kind would not join in the celebration of trans. And it's bullshit. It's absolute nonsense. We, you can be, be anti-reform of the GRA. You can, you can say, I do not believe that trans women are women. I believe that trans women are trans women. And yeah. they, you know, they have a right to to be protected and looked after at law. They have a right not to be harassed and persecuted, but they don't have any special right. Okay, so you police force operate <sighs> towards them without fear and favour. Just do your bloody job. That's what's supposed to happen. Just but, but but equally then, if anything, just treat them equally. Everyone yeah, treat treat them equally, but. The problem is, you, you look at these doc- I said I went, went out and saw some, uh, some internal documents. You look down and you go, right, okay, who, who's the author of this? And typically, there'll be a chief superintendent with a name on it, and there'll be another name. And you go, well, who's this then? They go, well, I don't know. So you do a bit of research. It's somebody from Stonewall. It'll be a Stonewall champion. And what they're doing, they are, write, they are writing the guidelines for the police. And the police are taking the guidelines and applying it as though it were law. And that is a scary situation. Now, we also have, the police have adopted the, de- the Stonewall definition of transphobia. And the Stonewall definition of transphobia is this. Tra- uh, transphobia is if you do not accept a person's, transge- uh, a person's identity. Okay? So, if I come along and say, my identity is milkshake. Fuck off. You just committed a trans hate incident right there. It's ridiculous. Okay? If if I come along and say I I I identify as two spirits, yeah. and you go, you be smoking. Sorry, crack. yeah, yeah, exactly. But the police have adopted the, the police have adopted that definition of transphobia and are acting as though transphobia is a thing in the same way that racism is a thing. Now, the reason they've done this is because because they got it wrong with Stephen Lawrence. Can you explain yeah. that situation? Okay, so the Stephen, the Stephen Lawrence inquiry, there was, there was a young lad called Stephen Lawrence, a black guy, who was, who was stabbed at a bus stop by a bunch of um, white racist thugs. The police response to it was um, really not, not very good, and there was, um, there was an inquiry about it and the, um, the McPherson reports. The McPherson report showed that there was institutional racism within the police, that the police 
had taken the view that black crime didn't matter, the black victims didn't matter, well, black victims didn't matter, that if, if there was crime on black people, that it was the black people who were clearly perpetrating it. Um, and McPherson called them out and said, this is nonsense, you've got to put your... You've got to put your shop in order. America's like that. It's a pseudo... I mean, there's far more black people getting shot in America than there's white in there. Did rather yeah, shoot yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, and I, I think McPherson has a very, very valid point. And the truth of the matter is the police were, I think, institutionally racist. I think they were. I think there was... Society was racist. So and, just, and given that the police are members of society, yeah. um, and, and of course, they would, have been, they, they would have been racist as well. So McPherson addressed this. And the shock of, of that, coupled with you know, you go f- hence a few more years, and you've got um, we've got a film about Alan Turing. You mm-hmm. know, we, everybody's suddenly, oh my goodness, how, how terrible we were, were we to to gay people? How how awful! And absolutely, we were terrible to gay people. We criminal we criminalized gayness for so long. There was the whole Section Twenty Eight uh, nonsense where you weren't able to, Mrs. Thatcher. Um, brought in uh, laws that said you weren't allowed to promote um, gay literature, gay culture. All the of course, that's absolute nonsense. He was utterly, utterly wrong. People were gay so, bashing, didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, absolutely. So I think from because the police had got their asses spanked over Stephen Lawrence and over the whole gay thing, I think they've they've absolutely overreacted. Gone to and the extreme. They've gone to the extreme, and they. With the best will in the world, I think that they think they're ahead of the curve, but they're not. They've been hijacked. They've been hijacked because the trans thing is nothing like the the race thing, no. and it is nothing like the gay thing. It's not because black is immutable. Okay, your your skin color is absolutely immutable. You can't change it. It's who you. It's who you are. Your sexual orientation. It's who you, you are. are. If you're a bloke who fancies blokes, you're a woman who fancies women. That is that is it, and that is absolutely valid. It's acceptable. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, the, but this notion that I can suddenly decide, I'm not a man. I am smoke, um, and you must identify. You must validate my smoke identity. Otherwise, you are just like those horrible people who stabbed Stephen Lawrence at a bus stop. It's like, yeah. come on, just. It's insulting. It's absolutely bloody insulting, and that's why we're that's why we're, we're against it. But I think that's why the police have have gone for this bollocks, because I think that with the best will in the world, they're trying to be right. But in trying to be right, they're getting it so far wrong, and that's why <coughs> we're here at Fair Cop to say enough's enough. Let let us be at the table when you write your policy. And we will make sure that your policy reflects law and isn't corrupted by pressure groups. That's 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 what our job is. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with your job, to be fair. But I think it's the um, I don't know. It's it's stupid that you you could say that you were smoking. People are going to identify that. You everyone should be able to fucking say what they think. I mean, like like I said, I, I understand gay, I understand lesbian, I understand he, she, in a way, but I do not understand, like, trans. I don't understand it whatsoever. Well, I think, I think you know, to be fair, there are people, there were, there, well, well, there's always been blokes 
who like dressing up yeah. as women, right? That's autogynophilia. They they just get off on it. It's their thing. Crack on. Up to you. That's absolutely fine. You see, that, that's, that's what you do. Brastor, Crack you on and do it. Fuck. Uh, okay, and, and then you've got, boys. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, boys. And, then, and then you've and then you've got people who are genuinely psychologically dysphoric. Yeah. They 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 feel they honestly and genuinely feel as though they are born in the wrong body. But there are anorexics who genuinely, honestly feel that they're too fat, right? We don't then all go around and go, oh, yeah, you are. You definitely, you are. God, girl, you're massive. You need to stop eating because I, I'm going to validate your fatness. We don't, we go, do you know what? You've got a problem. You've got a problem. And it's our job to help you through the problem, not to, con- not, not to join in your delusion. So are people on the, like, my trolls, when they call me fat bastard and that on this, that's classed as a hate crime. No, because it? you're just a, you're just a bloke, and fat is not a protected characteristic. But if you call, what, I'm spirit. Hey, hold on a minute. Yeah, <laughs> hold on a minute. Uh, what, 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 what did we call his name? What was his what's his trans Wilma. name? Wilma. Wilma. Yeah, Wild Wilma. Yeah, Wilma right? I'm Wilma. Wilma the Wild Man. Right. If you say, look, I am Wilma the Wild Man, and they're calling me fat bastard Wilma the Wild Man, and that is insulting. I believe that their motivation is because they hate my trans identity. Then you're protecting. Keep with, no, the, fat, uh, keep with the fat bastard fans. Yeah, no, evi- <laughs> no evidence required. No well. evidence required. That's what it says. No evidence required. Now, the good news is, well, we are hoping that the good news is that um, Mr. Justice Knowles, fingers crossed, will rule in our favour. That's what we hope. Yeah. And we hope that all that no evidence required nonsense comes crashing to the ground, <sighs> along with... The eighty-nine thousand non-crime crimes that have been recorded, and and the enhanced DBX checks that have cocked up people's careers, and the fear that people have for speaking the truth. What we what we want is there to be clear lines in the sand drawn explicitly at law, so we know. Okay, this is the line that we can go to. Yeah, it's very clear, and we're not going. If, if we step over it then we know we're doing so consciously, we're, we're choosing to commit a crime. In exactly the same way that, you know, you see you see a sign that says 40 mile an hour, you decide to do 50, and the sign was there, that's on you, right? But when we have this situation where the police are in effect coming, you need, you need to slow down. Well, why? Well, you just do. You might break the limit. Yeah, but what is the limit? Well, that doesn't matter. Um, you might break the limit, so I'm just warning you now. Uh, and by the way, I'm going to put some points on your licence. Uh, just in case, it, because you could, you could end up going to 70. Yeah, but, well, yeah, but what am I doing? Well, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You thought you might be able to. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Well, what's the limit here? I'm not going to tell you what the limit here is. But I'm just telling you that, you know, you could, you potentially could break the limit. And you better not do that. And by the way, if your boss catches you, and your boss will catch you, because I've just been around to your workplace and told him, if your boss catches you, you could lose your job and your car and everything. How about that then, eh? That is the that is the place that we're at. So what we're looking for is clarity. If as as English people, we are free. That's it. We are free. I've we, got we, a good we, boss. He won't sack me. I can say what the fuck I want. <laughs> oh, give over, Wilma. <laughs> as, as as English people, as English people, we are free. That is the default position of an English person. Yeah. We are free. We don't have a contract with the state. We are free up until the point that the state says, now, for the good of all of us, we must limit freedom here. And it has to be very specific. 
Okay, you can't have this. Well, it might be, it might not be. You can't have that in English. We are free until there's a clear line in the sand that says you are not free beyond that line. And the only justification for that is because it is for the good of all of us. Okay, and the police have, the police have gone so far away from that notion of freedom. They've gone so far away from the notion that we will tell you what the limits are and we will butt the hell out up until the point that you cross those limits. That's what a police force should be doing. It should be policing the limits. Not, not telling you, I'm not going to tell you what the limits are, but you're getting very close and somebody don't like you, so we're going to have you on a record, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, up yours, pal, from over here. We ain't, we're not playing. We're not playing those games. Well, before we can determine whether you're going to be found innocent or guilty... Oh, no, no, it's not me whether you're innocent or guilty. It's whether they're innocent or guilty. It's the College of Police who are going to be found innocent or guilty. We need to hear the 29 tweets. You, can't, yeah, you can hear some of them. Some of them? Yeah, you can hear some it's of them. It's hiding yeah. some. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll do some of them. I've got a, a, apologies to... Um, apologies to my wife because I'm going to have to put my specs on. <laughs> I don't know where my specs are. I'll just have to, I'll just have to go with it. Yeah, there, 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 there's the crime report. Look, crime report. Does that look like a crime report to you? Eight incident transgender. Yes. Category cyber enabled, yeah. cyber dependent. Yeah. Keyword hate transgender. Yeah. Yeah. Community safety. It is a, it is a non-crime. Non-crime. Yeah. Not a, 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 a non-crime crime. That is an official police document. Non-crime crime. Official police document. Non-crime crime. You stupid fuckers! How about that? How about that? So let's just let's just have a little look at some of the tweets. That's a lot right, of so, so I've given you I've given you one of them, right? I've given you one of them. Um, yeah, here's a good one. Um, who won the 1976 men's decathlon? I don't actually know. Well, well it was it was Bruce Jenner. I was going to say, did but Jenner? by calling him Bruce Jenner, you're committing a hate crime because he's now Caitlyn Jenner, and dead naming people is a crime. Wow. Hey, well, it's a crime, non-crime. Dead naming people. Dead. Yes, using using. Do you know about dead naming? Yeah, no. Using a person's former name is a non-crime crime. <laughs> I never do it on this. Oh, oh, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Because it, it says it. It says it here. It says it right here. That is one of the. That's one of the thirty tweets. The police decided to dispatch an officer to my workplace to stop me doing all this kind of stuff because mentioning that Caitlyn Jenner was once a man who won the 1976 men's decathlon gold is a hate crime. We should have the gold Sorry, for a, coffee. A, a hate crime, a hate crime, non crime, a non crime crime. What do you think of Caitlyn Jenner? Well, a fucking cheat. A bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, can't, uh, you can't get gold for running for like a woman when you're a man. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. You remember, remember Ian Huntley? Huntley. Ian Huntley, right. yeah, yeah, the so murderer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there was a, there was a story. It turned out to be false. Oh, well, that he was. Um, yeah, there was a story um, a few months ago that he was he was thinking about changing his sex or had changed his sex yeah. whilst in prison. So I put if we ask if we ask Holly and Jessica, they're the two girls who were murdered. If we asked Holly and Jessica who murdered them, I imagine they wouldn't say a woman called Nicola. Mm -hmm. Right? That, that is a hate, non-crime crime. Asking that question is a hate, non-crime crime worthy 
of the attention of a police officer, a police inspector, and the assistant chief constable, by the way, who was also on my case for these terrible tweets of like that. Like that. So I'll find another one. Is that all I'll say? Is that a transit crime or is that a crime against the victims of the family of the deceased? No, no, it's not. No, that's that's trans. Because a trans person or or somebody who supports the trans ideology thought that I perhaps might be dead naming Ian Huntley. You must have really pissed someone off when you were in the force, you know. I know he wasn't. He wasn't. Okay. Okay. There's, there's a writer called Andrew Gilligan who writes for the Times. Okay. Yeah. I, ret- I retweeted Andrew Gilligan, um, and that is a that is a that is a non-crime. Crime. What, what? Can you read it? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, um, Andrew Gilligan. What you don't get done again, by the way? Oh, I don't. What you thought? Police might come for you. Yeah. Brighton also boasts what is believed to be the country's first group for trans or gender questioning five to eleven year olds. That's what Andrew Gilligan says. I, I comment, give me the child and I'll give you the man. The reason there's no critical assessment is this, they're building an army. That is a hate crime, non-crime. A non-crime, a non-crime hate crime, non-crime. Worthy of police attention. What about that one? What about that one? Five okay, he, he, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one. This is to the, this is to the, to the TUC. Is Trans Day of Remembrance a thing then? Like an actual one? That is a that is a tweet that is designed to call to show hatred to the transgender community that is worthy of police attention and because of that i that will appear on an enhanced dbs check that i am a hateful bigot because so, because i have asked is trans day of remembrance a thing so then fuckers get a fucking day and we can't even have a day for st george's day <laughs> you can't you can't even ask the question okay you can't even ask the question you can't even, okay ah he, here's one Here's one. Um, there's, a, there's a tweet. Somebody had said, gone are the days when Mumsnet was a platform for discussing parenting techniques or bedside beakers of water. Okay, so somebody's criticising Mumsnet. Yeah. Which is a forum for mums. And I put, oh, I see those evil mums are at it again <laughs> in defence of, of the mums of Mumsnet. That is a, that is worthy of police attention because... That's just sense of humour, surely to God. Oh, here's another one. Here's another one. Okay. Now we don't know what it is I'm saying this to because they've they've helpfully the police have helpfully blanked <laughs> it out. All right, they've helpfully blanked like it out. KGB yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> but, 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 but this is my but this is my comment. This is my comment to whatever it is. I, I've no idea what it is. Blackadder. Um, but this is what I say. Okay, um, proving once more that Sheffield women know the difference between lads and lasses. That is a that is a hate incident. That will get me a crime report on a non-crime crime report and an enhanced DBS check, and the assistant chief constable intervening to say, "Do not do this because this might escalate to a crime." My goodness, you're—he you, just said that hateful man just said that Sheffield women know the difference between lads and lasses. Oh my God! <laughs> Call the police! Call the police! It just Seriously? sounds like a comment you'd say if, if you've watched that. Hold on a minute, Bangkok thing. I watched it. Bangkok. What yeah, Bangkok it's um. Ladyboy thing. Yes. Yeah, so he's a bit obsessed with he? he keeps talking about Ladyboys. <laughs> he likes Ladyboys. Nothing wrong with Ladyboys. <laughs> go on, what were you saying? Are you a hate... hate do you like hate crowd here? Do I like... No! Go on, go on, go on. No, there's a, a programme on... Um, they are TV, fit, some of the, the Ladyboys, like, aren't they? So, no, it's like tourists when they go to Bangkok. And then they have, like, tourist police looking after them and all that. Yeah. I, I, that's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. That comment you said there... 
It was something to say. Yeah, I, I, get, get this one right. This is another one. This is another one where it has been redacted. So I have no idea what it is I comment on. But there's the, there's a redaction, just so that we're sure. Just so that we're sure. But this is one of the crimes. This is one of the this is one of the non-crime crimes. All right. And this is what I say. This is my comment. Are you ready? Are you sure you're ready? Okay, drum roll, please. Huh? That's it. That's it. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Huh. 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 Question mark. H U H question mark. H U H question mark. Me saying huh is a non-crime crime. A non-crime me saying huh is one of the 30 tweets, one of the 30 tweets that is designed to cause distress to the transgender community. And if I continue saying huh, huh, that could very well lead to criminality. And because because that huh could lead to criminality, they need to dispatch an officer to my workplace and make sure that I stop saying huh. I don't know how the fuck I get away with saying things on here then. Jesus Christ. Another one here, another one redacted one, but I simply put brave and stunning trans feet. Now, <laughs> brave and stunning trans feet, how is that hateful? That is literally praising somebody's feet, isn't it? I really don't know. I, I really don't get it. I really don't get it. Um, oh, here's another one. You know the worst thing about cancer? It's transphobic. Because the comment I'm making is the idea that you're not going to not get prostate cancer because you identify as a woman. No, no, no. You can't go, oh, I'm a woman now. I don't, I only get ovarian cancer. I am free from prostate cancer because I am now a woman. I'm a woman exactly the same as you woman over there are a woman. And to say any different is transphobic. And all I'm saying there is, look, mate, cancer is a transphobe because it don't give a flying shit about what you call yourself. If you've got a prostate gland, it's going to have a go. If you've got an ovary, it's going to have a go. go. It doesn't care about your gender identity. It doesn't matter at all. But by me pointing out the simple fact that cancer is transphobic... That's probably the deepest one you've done out of all of them. The rest are just stupid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely well. You want stupid. How about this one? How about this one, yeah? I was assigned mammal at birth, but my orientation is fish. Don't miss, don't miss species me, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? If you, if you, they're clearly a bloke. Okay, yeah. can identify as a woman or smoke or third gender or Navajo or a gender or whatever it is. Why do I? Why do I have to settle with mammal? Why, why, why do I? Why after? Why do I have to stay as mammal? Why do you limit me by classing me amongst all those other mammals when I identify as fish? I like water. I've always liked water. I was born in water. Okay, I am a water baby. I'm a Pisces. Don't, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do not misspecies me. What's the difference? I can't tell the difference. If I felt like a fish, if I genuinely felt like a fish, would that make me a fish? <laughs> would it? No. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So these are, uh, then, then, then there's one here where I'm simply taking a piss out of myself. All right. And you, you, again, you can't, you can't really see it because they've, it's like a really shit copy, but um, I was watching. 
I I don't like to admit this on a testosterone fueled show like this, obviously. But um, it was clearly a Saturday afternoon, and I was I was surfing Sky, and I happened across across a Sarah Brightman concert. So clearly, I was very conflicted because I wanted to watch Sarah Brightman because what bloke doesn't? Um, and it was Gillette Soccer Saturday, so I was like, oh god, oh god, and I was switching between the two, and I just thought. If my kids could see me now, they'd be going, Dad, that is so dad. That is peak dad. Like, big into football, but also big into, like, Sarah Brightman and Celine Dion and things like that. So I, I simply put, I took a photograph of the screen with Sarah Brightman on it, and I put, currently um, alternating between Gillette Soccer Saturday and Sarah Brightman on Sky Arts. Proof positive that I'm genderqueer. I was taking the piss out of myself, but no, 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 no. You can't even take the piss out of yourself because somebody decided that that was transphobic hate. to someone when you're taking the piss out of yourself? <laughs> you, you tell me. What gets me is that the police looked at these and went, oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, I'm terrible, terrible. This, 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 could, this could seriously develop into a crime. Dispatch a police officer right now. Go to their work. Go to their work. Tell their boss. Find him. Embarrass him at work. No, Make him you stop. can't catch Make fucking serious criminals, you thick cunts. His words, not mine. <laughs> I am pro, pro police. I am pro homicide police. I just think that they've been given an impossible job where they're supposed to police this lot of crap when there are actual real-life crimes taking place. And you can't, you haven't, you can't, these people can't do both. I'd just like to insert a legal disclaimer as well. Um, I'd just like to say at this point of the interview that the co-host's views of the world and my guest's views of the world do not represent my own. I do not have weapons lying around my house ready to kill burglars with. And Oh, you shit house. <laughs> You, you, you're just going to use you're just going to use minimum force, aren't you? Yes. Yes. You're going to use minimum happen, force, except in your house happen, in the states where you do. I'll use minimum yeah. force. Chokehold. No snapping of the neck. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that, coming. So, so that's a selection. That's a selection of of my of my terrible, terrible tweets. Terrible tweets. All right. And and, and and like I said, the assistant chief constable Scott Young. Um, put out on the website, the police website, that they had to they had to intervene in order to prevent escalation to criminality. Oh my god! Let us try and put some of this in perspective now, because you've jumped from. You can't, the... can you? I could fucking <laughs> you put that in perspective. You've jumped from starting out in the police to what I'm later in life. Harry the Owl on Twitter. Where were you at in your life when you started this Twitter account and what was the purpose of it? Because right now, you've read these tweets and some people might think, this guy is a flaming transphobe, non-crime, crime criminal. Because all they've heard is what you just said and some people are so bizarre out there, they may think that is just all you did all day long was just tweet. Well, like fuck what they think. Yeah. I know. Well, it, gonna... wasn't, it wasn't all I did all day long. That's what I'm trying to get. Let's put it into context. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, what, no, what, no. Where were you in your what? life when you started this? Okay. What was it about? Right. I started off tweeting about football, as you do. Started off just, you know, being ignored roundly by absolutely everybody because who the hell was Harry the Owl? The reason I was Harry the Owl was because I'm a Sheffield Wednesday fan. So Harry the Owl, very straightforward. And then 
It was my missus, Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> steady, steady, steady now. Steady. It's not too late for me to walk. <laughs> hey, do you want do you want me to really, really get up your nostrils? Go on. Uh, my second team is Man United. Oh, for Whoa. fuck's sake. <laughs> First match I ever went to was when it was in about 1974 and it was at Hillsborough. It was Wednesday against Man United. It was a four-all draw. Cracking match. Wednesday went down to the third and Man United went up um, to the first. I'm a toffee. Love Everton. Oh, dearly me. Yeah, well. Yeah. Are you a football man? I did support Man U when I was a kid. But then when you go to America, it's baseball, basketball, American football. football yeah. Get girls games, basically, that, that men play. <laughs> this is oh, you can't say that. Girls, what? Right, so sexist. Netball oh, and rounders. God. Men play netball and rounders over there, don't they? I don't watch that. That I, is a non-crime crime. I'm a fan of American football. <laughs> I'm a big fan of American yeah, like football. Pittsburgh Steelers is my second team, I was just going to say. I like college football. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like an old Miss fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Go Rebs, yeah. So you, you started this out as a jock. You chose the owl. It wasn't trans because of the feathery coat, coating. It was a sports thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And my missus, my, my missus started telling me about the, the whole sort of trans thing and how it was a danger to women. And um, I've always been a live and let live kind of guy. Yeah. But she pointed out from the from the standpoint of a woman, a bloke in a dress is still a bloke. Regardless of what they think, and women have the right to spaces which are sex based without like a ex- toilet, toilets, the bloke changing in the dress rooms, should be yeah. able to be able to go in a fucking woman's toilet. I agree, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So just because you put on a just because you put on woman costume and believe you're a woman, still fine, you get your own space, yeah, but that- don't come into a woman's space. So it was my missus who got me. What if uh, you were born as a it. woman and you've had the full sex change? Then, then you become a man. Well, from the. Oh, moment... Sorry, born as a man, had the full sex change to become a woman. Are you then entitled to go to the women's toilet? In your opinion. Well, there's there's two issues. There's one if you if you hold a GRC, a gender recognition certificate, or gender reassignment certificate, then there are certain you, you have the right to be treated as a woman in all cases except, and then there are a list of exemptions and. Changing rooms, toilets, etc., are open for debate. You do not have to. You do not have to. No, my understanding of it. Um, but that's not the point. With gender, with with self identification, you don't need to go through any of that. You just say, "I'm a woman," and I'm a woman. You know, put on a bit of mascara, put on your best lippy. That would work in prison, though. You go dressed in, in well, in America, you go in dressed in as a woman, but we fucking. You still go in the man's prison. If you what you're born it. with is what you get sentenced to. Yeah. Yeah, but in this country, in this country now, if you're a man in a woman's prison, sorry, a man in a man's prison, you can say I am a woman, and the 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 prison the, the prison authorities will put you in a women's prison. There you go. Tip tip number for you. two for crims out there. Yeah, you've got to go and get your shag on. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> flipping bonkers. It's absolutely, it's nuts. It's nuts, mate. No, I, I, I agree. How, 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 so, how uh, prevalent is it of men dressed as women saying they're women and going in women's toilets? Oh, yeah, it's prevalent. Is that it, quite common? Yeah, though? it's happening. And then the, the rapists and are going the, and in. And rapists are going in. Yeah, and raping oh. again. Yeah, that is that is happening. That is literally And I imagine happening. if a woman's getting raped, she has to use minimal force. She can't stab the rapist in the neck to stop the rape. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's just, 
It's just absolute bullshit. My my friend, my friend Maria Maria McLachlan was at Hyde Park Corner talking. It was a, a woman's thing, and um, she was attacked by a trans woman called Tara Wolf. She was thumped. Tara Wolf was taken um, was was taken to court. Can you just give a bit of background as to why that incident occurred? I'm just going to use the well, title. It, it, yeah. it, it occurred because um, I I can't remember what Maria was talking about. But she was at Hyde Park Corner with a bunch of women uh, talking about women's rights, and um, the trans person took offence to it, and there was a kerfuffle, and Maria got thumped. Um, so the, the Tara Wolf was taken to court, and um, Maria was describing the attack, and said, "He did this, he did that, and then he he, he hit me." And the judge said to Maria, "Will you stop misgendering Tara Wolf?" And Maria said, but I, I can't do that, uh, my lord, because I know that I was attacked by a man. It wasn't a woman who attacked me. I suffered male-on-female violence. So how can I call them a woman? Now, Tara Wolf was found guilty, but, get this, the judge gave them a lesser sentence because of the gross disrespect that Maria had shown to her assailant. That's gross disrespect shown by the judge. Of course it's gross disrespect shown by the judge. Absolutely. Absolutely gross disrespect. It's pathetic. And for me, were I in that situation and the judge told me to do that, my my response would be, with all due respect, Your Honour, go fucking do one. Because I'm not I'm not having it. I'm not gonna change I'm not gonna change my language to pacify this criminal bloke. I'm not doing it. I am simply not gonna do it. If you want to arrest me again, you want to you want to have me for contempt of court and throw me in jail, I don't care. I am not going to call black white. I'm not going to call a man a woman. I am not going to call my assailant anything other than my than what I know to be true. It was a man. It was not a woman who did the attacking. So you can dress as a woman, assault a woman, and get that as a mitigating circumstance in your sentence. If, can you? Yeah, if... If the woman disrespects makes the mistake, disrespects the identity, yes, absolutely. That is insane. It's completely and utterly insane, isn't it? Absolutely, it's absolutely crazy. How? It, what world is this? This is upside down world. This is topsy turvy world. This is absolutely off the scale bonkers world. All right. So you're talking now chronologically about your Twitter. You said it yeah. came about football. Yeah. Your wife brought this matter to your attention. Yep. Were there other factors that motivated you to start tweeting about this? Did you do some research on it? Or did yeah. you speak to anyone else about it? I'm just trying to build a picture up here of what led to the non-crime crimes. Yeah, well, once you start looking, you can't help but see it. You you just see it and thinking, hold on a minute. You've got, um, you had the ridiculous situation where um, Hampstead on Hampstead Heath has always been um, uh, a, a woman's swimming pond there, and um, men decided to start self-identifying and going into the women's pond. <coughs> and like, oh, that can't be right. So some of the women decided that on a Friday they would put on false beards and go and enter the men's pond, um, much to much to the um, surprise of the authorities at Hampstead Heath. But they were making a point. They called it Man Friday. So every Friday they would go and do. They would put on their fake beards and go along and say, "I'm a man. 
let me in this old man thing and look at the looks on their faces. Um, so there was that, and I thought, these, these women have been very, very brave, very brave. And then I noticed that I didn't understand why men weren't speaking up, because I kept hearing this, trans women aren't safe in men's spaces. Men, trans women are getting murdered by men. And I'm thinking, I just don't believe it, because any bloke that's ever been into a urinal in their life, we go in there, we don't talk to one another, we sit, we do our thing, staring at the wall, or whatever, and we, we leave, don't we? After, we, a few, we? after a few shakes. Yeah, a few, a, a few shakes. And wash all your hands yeah. afterwards. Yeah, wash your hands afterwards, and, and, we, and we leave. We don't sit there discussing, we don't have a toilet culture. Do we? We don't. We don't. We don't do that. No. And and if if a, if a bloke in a dress walked into a, a toilet, you'd just be slightly embarrassed. You'd look. You'd you'd stare at your, you know, spare a drop of water for the people of Ethiopia, and you'd you'd, you'd come out and text your your fiver donation, and you'd get the hell out of there as fast as possible. Well, there's actually clubs in Liverpool now where they have mixed women and fellas use the same toilet, but that's women in a dress. Yeah. But nobody no. asks the women. Nobody asks the women. No. Nobody asks the women. Because the women, the women don't matter. That's the truth of the matter is. Women don't matter. This. The confusing the whole... them. I went to one of them in Texas. Yeah. I was high on a bunch of drugs. And I, look, I looked around and I ended up pissing in a sink. There's a few, <laughs> a few of the clubs now. They use unisex the toilets. Yeah, but I tell you what. The unisex toilets aren't there because the women want them. They're there because men in dresses mm. want them. Ah. And everybody's so scared of being called a transphobe that they don't object. My my my, my friends launched the LGB Alliance um, this last week as an alternative to Stonewall. Um, one of one of the girls was in the bar afterwards with a LGB Alliance T-shirt on. That was it. She got asked she got asked to take a top off or leave because it was exclusionary to trans people. Bullshit. No. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. By the same token, Stonewall sell t-shirts that say, I'm trans, get over it. Well, why is that not exclusionary to people who are bi? Or people who are, you know... The, 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 the standards are double and they stink. And when you see it, you can't unsee it. You just can't unsee it. And because I'm... because Partly because I'm an ex-police officer, I, I look and as soon as I caught sight of what the, the, the police were getting involved and making comments, and seeming to involve themselves politically, and it seemed to me that they were siding on the trans side at the expense of women, I then started taking more of an interest, and more of an interest, and thinking that I had a right to tweet, um, which, I, which I do, um, knowing that I wasn't targeting anybody, I wasn't going at, oh, you're great tranny fanny, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to bloody get you, you great big puff, all I wasn't doing any of that nonsense at all. <laughs> I was arguing. Sometimes, that was me. Hey, don't you choke it. Sometimes with sarcasm. Sometimes I was being very sarcastic. Sometimes I was being sardonic. Sometimes I was just being... Doesn't a, a matter how you was. It's Doesn't your, matter. Your opinion. You, exactly. You, you have now, a, a right, God's given yeah. right to express your opinion. And Mr Justice Knowles in the High Court said quite clearly that free speech has to embrace speech that people don't like. It cannot simply be things that we all agree on like, ooh, or aren't all kittens fluffy. It's exactly. got to involve speech that is at times upsetting, controversial, all the rest of it. The line in the sand, as far as I'm concerned, is where you target people. So if I'd been going at somebody, ah, you're a tranny bastard, ah, you look like a complete 
wanker in that makeup. Um, ah, but if I've been doing that, yeah, like gay bashing, that's wrong. Of course, it's wrong. And if I'd been targeting an individual, but I wasn't. Now, the way they frame it is that the debate is hate. That's what they say. So if we debate it, it means that we are hate. We are hating it. No middle ground. Debate is hate. Okay. So the second you go on and say, "Well, hold on a minute, just one second," they go, "You're questioning my you. You are questioning my right to exist. You're a Nazi." Like, well, that. hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. What's that got? No, you, you, do you question my, do you, do you think that I'm not like that other woman? I am a woman. I'm a woman like your wife is a woman. Well, no, you're not. You're a hateful bigot. Police, police, hateful bigot alert. And the police, rather than going piss off, they come and interview you. Some of the best colleges and universities have debate teams, don't they? Not any longer, mate. Not any longer, because you can't debate anything now unless it's absolutely bland as hell. You can't do it. You, can, you can't host a debate that says, this house believes trans women are not women. What you, we should you do you is get, do we should get someone here to debate you. I you think. should do that. Like maybe Androgyny? Yeah, you get whoever you like. I will come and debate. Androgyny, do us a favour. Come and talk to this man for us, please, and we'll have a debate. Androgyny, I am watching you, and the people have watched you on my podcast... And I watched your video that you said you're watching me today. And I'd just like to say I'm loving what you're doing. Um, it's hilarious, your thumbnails of me and John Wedger. I've got a big long wig on and, and lipstick. He's two-faced. Come <laughs> and do it for me, love. Have you ever worn any lipstick, Harry? I, you know what? I have. I, I, I have put on full-on sort of Cinderella gear in the past. They're wrong I have. With that. For a laugh. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Just for a laugh. To make me mates laugh. That's it. I didn't. I didn't suddenly magically become Cinderella. So you're not Believe completely it. averse to wearing feminine items. Then I can't get. I can't get. No, no, I can't get dresses big enough. If, if, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to put on, if you want to put on some female items, then now fill your bloody boots, mate. I, I, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't care. However. However, tell me the difference. You can you tell me the difference why getting dressed up as a woman is absolutely fine and good fun, but putting on blackface is wrong. Blackface? Yeah. What's Get, blackface? Blackface, getting dressed up, blacking up. Blacking up like, you know, the minstrels and stuff like that. Because okay. that we all know that that is not acceptable. Absolutely <sighs> wrong. Justin Trudeau was caught doing it. Mr. Woke himself. Okay, every it's wrong. But why is it okay? Why is it not okay? And I don't think it, by the way, I don't think it is okay to put on blackface. I think it's a symbol of colonialism. And I just watched that movie, Just Mercy. It goes back to roots. Seeing the institutional racism in the American justice system, I, I saw how the blacks get brutalized. Yeah. So I see, you know, I yeah. see why they would not want yeah. any symbols of that. Yeah, yeah. But do, do you not see how women have been brutalized throughout the Oh, ages? my goodness. I mean, we interview. So what's the difference? We interview people on this channel and we've had. You know, like Maggie Oliver, the girls who got um, brutalized by the grooming gangs and the police resources, you're telling me millions are going into non-crime crimes. And Maggie Oliver's telling us this stuff's going on all over the country, the grooming gangs. And the police, and the police are denying are doing nothing that. about it. Denying it. They're, de they're, de they're, de they're denying it because they've, their policies have been captured. Okay. They're, they have been, oh my God. They've just become crazed. They've just become maddened. They've become somehow bewitched that 
what is plainly obvious they can't see and the bullshit that somebody else tells them that's all they see. It's it's weird. It's like somebody's cast a spell. So of course we know. We we know there are grooming gangs. They knew there were grooming gangs. But because of because of I don't know, this misguided loyalty to I think equality it's because and diversity. There's not many white grooming gangs. I think it's because the they're mainly like Pakistanis and that as well. It brings another thing into it. They like, say, presume it's racist, even though it's true. Because there isn't many white grooming gangs, is there? Generally, it's well, 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 there, there may well be white grooming gangs, we just don't call them grooming gangs. Um, you know, the, the I think there's been plenty of instances of, of white grooming gangs, but that point aside, you cannot you cannot look away just because. It is com- the, the the thing that you are looking at is coming from a group with a protected characteristic, yeah. And the protected characteristic being either religion or or ethnicity. You can't go, oh my god, because this is what it gets back to: without fear and favor. If you're operating without fear and favor, then you you just deal with what is in front of you, and you don't give any special favor, and you don't operate under any special fear because it happens to be this group. Which are perpetrating it. If the normal PCs are being told by the higher hopes you could only do this and only do that, though, they can only follow, follow orders, can't they? Yeah, that, that, that's the, and this is this is why I am. Very, that's what you're saying. Yeah, you're that's saying why I'm reluctant to from. criticize. This is why I'm reluctant to criticize um, the Bobby who did the whole, you know, I've been on the course, lady brain thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's just a Bobby. He's just doing his job, and with the best will in the world, he's gone on a course thinking that this is good. Proper course. This is good, and, he, and he's bought it hook, line, and sinker. And that's why, as far as I'm concerned, we go after the higher echelons yeah. of the police. And who's who's at the top? Who's mandated this to be nationwide? You don't. You, you you don't know. You know that Stonewall have been involved. You know that previous Home Secretary. Which who's, was, who's behind Stonewall? Is it a Soros operation? Is it, oh, I, I'm I'm not really big into the sort of conspiracy theories at all. Um, Did Epstein kill himself? Oh, fuck off, I went to <laughs> This is what I, I, I went I'm not to Keep that from down London. The problem with Stonewall is, okay, Stonewall, Stonewall was set up to fight for gay rights. Okay, yeah. right, gay, lesbians and bi, bi rights. Fine. Now, largely that war is won. But they've got all these people who are employed. Set up by who? Well, it was, it was I think Simon Fanshawe and Ian McKellen and people like that set it up originally back in, back in the day. And, and, who, it, and who, it was, who are they? Politicians? No, they're actors and, you know, Serena McKellen. Oh, um, yeah. Simon yeah, I watched him, I watched yeah, yeah, yeah. him speak. Yeah, yeah there, there was a whole bunch of people. And, 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 and they, they set it up because it needed setting up. So it's, because, been, hi- it's been hijacked. And Yes, because it, ne- it had yeah, yeah. to keep feeding itself. Because what do you do when the reason that you exist... Create when you win, yourself. When you win that battle. Oh, LGB, we ain't got anything to do now. So we better create the T. And let's have it... Let's let's have endless sustainability into the future by having LGBTQI plus plus plus, because with with an infinite number of ident- gender identities, you've just guaranteed your work for the next thousand years. Because at some point, I'm going to identify as a poached egg. Somebody somewhere is going to identify as a poached egg, and then the fight is on. If they say they're a poached egg, they're a poached egg. And that's exactly how yeah. bureaucracies self perpetuate because. Yeah. When the job, the work dries up, they have to create more work for themselves. And quite often, that work is by creating the problems that they were supposed to solve. So they yep. create the problems. Let's create a new problem. Make it bigger. Yeah. 
sell more bombs, go to war. Yeah, yeah, we've got to. We can't say the job is done. We can't do it. We can't say it because we've got mouths to feed, we've got mortgages, we've got status. You know, who wants to give all that? Don't they? It's what? It's the fact governments make money on war. Yeah, and everything else, every bureaucracy, like the DEA, has to keep the drug war going yeah. as they expand all over the world. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, I'm a member of law enforcement against prohibition. They want to end the drug law. They say we joined to get the pedos, murderers, rapists, and we were assigned to, you know, bust kids with weed, criminalise them, throw them in these brutal prisons. What do you feel about the drug war? I have no, personally, I have so little experience of drugs and the drug war, I can't even comment on that. Okay. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to bullshit my way on that one. Let's go back to yeah. Twitter and lipstick then. Twitter and lipstick. Twitter and lipstick. That's, that I am a, I'm a, wor- I'm a world expert on Twitter and lipstick. Trust me. Absolutely lowly I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So crack on. Tell me, Harry, did you get a semi when you was putting that lipstick on? Do you like hooker red? Are we, are, we, are we past the watershed yet? Are we past the watershed? Did I? Did I honestly, what? I thought this was. I thought this it was. It made like, your nipples hard, didn't it? I, I can see you in like hooker red. That's not my shade. That's all I'm going to say. I'll wear it. It's not my. Shade. I tell you what, I do. I do look pretty damn fine though, with you know a light, nice. Well, I did ten years ago. Not so much these days. <laughs> they, 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 these days, I just look like a, a fat balding bloke. Yeah. Wig. But back in the day, back in the day, mate. Interesting little known fact, right? Little known fact. I was once Mr. August in Take a Break magazine. What? Oh, yeah. So how about that? Can we? Uh, can, can people Google that? No, I don't think so. It was before it was before Googling things existed, okay. I think, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I was once um so you know, you know, just saying, just saying. I can sort of sign autographs, whatever. I'm available for work, ladies. <laughs> I was known as the menace society. Why do I believe that? That's <laughs> what Judge told me today. Oh my oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! And I, yeah, you, you interviewed um, my mate Sonny Pond, didn't you? Oh my goodness! I love Sonia. She is the flame. Yeah, I love she's her. absolutely brilliant. Is she um, actual flame? Is that what her is? No, she's, it's not like a new identity. It could be. It could, it could be, be. Yeah. yeah, it could be. You're going to say. I identify as fire. Yeah, I identify. Honestly, they'll be like, <gasps> fantastic, fantastic, okie dokie. All right, so we're gonna we're getting getting close to the end now. Thank we're, God, honestly, <laughs> seriously, I'm starving. <laughs> we understand where you're coming from, and we agree with you. And hearing these tweets, we we fully believe in freedom of speech, and it's got completely out of control. Now, all people, are, you know, there's such an eclectic mix of people out there, and I appreciate the rights of all people. I like to say that. And as far as with androgyny, the intersex person. She does it, um, videos about myself. Let's just call them constructive criticism. Um, and I appreciate what she's doing, but I think she would be good to come in and perhaps debate with you if she's out there and she would like to do that. I think she's just being honest. <laughs> Everyone needs a gadfly. But there'll be, some, there'll be somebody out there who wants to debate me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because yeah. you, you're a really good speaker. You, you've got that energy about you. Yeah. And also, Sorry. Mr. Mr. August. You know, it's the Mr. Chance, August. It's the chance to be in the room with Mr. August in, from Take a Break magazine. And you get to put some prosy red on him. 
Oh, right. they're such a sexist prosy. They so say you go. I get to say prosy. Oh my goodness! You're leading me astray. I'm not. Your I'm influence. Not. It's Wendy over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thought crime, a crime, non crime. Hooker, a crime, non Wilma. Wilma. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. There's thousands of people watching this. How can they help you? What, how can they support you? What can they click on? Can they contact you? Yeah, what, what they can do... We're going to put all your links below yeah. the video. Yeah, yeah, click on the links. But um, you can follow us at We Are Fair Cop on Twitter. Um, you can go on to um, www.faircop.org and find our website. And um, that's how to follow us. Now there is also there is also apparently because I Harry the Owl is banned from Twitter, so you know I, obviously I ain't going to break the rules by having an alternate account. You would never that would do be, that. That would be a but. But there is somebody on Twitter I believe called Harry the Owl One Hundred and One. <laughs> Who is a transgender? Yeah, <laughs> Harry the, yeah uh, 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 that's Harry the Owl One Hundred and One. Um, purports to be someone who thinks that they are close to me. I don't know who this imposter is, and if I find them, I'm gonna I'm gonna have them. I really am because but you know, if you wanted to follow that account, um It's not Harry, it's, it's a female it's not, it's not Siamese me. twin. It, it's definitely not me, but yeah, uh, at Harry the Owl one oh one. Um yeah. And if you uh, want to yeah. follow Peter on Twitter, it's at Wildman of Witness. Do you ever go on Twitter live, though we oh. set you in the council? <laughs> no, I thought it was at Wilmer, the wild man. <laughs> at Wilmer, the wild... At Wilmer, the wild man. <laughs> and in the description box below this video, we've got Wild Man's playlist, all of his videos and his co-interviews. If you have um, subscribed to the channel, we really appreciate that. Subscription logo is in the bottom right-hand corner. I'd like you to buy me T-shirts too, because... I'm, I'm getting a real fat bastard now, and I want to go on this all-meat diet where you just eat steaks and that, and I need coin for it. There, so is, a, there is a link to his buy, T-shirt buy below please. the video. There's a link to the books. We've got uh, 13 books out now. If people want to contact you, what's the preferred method to contact you? Do, do it through the website. Through do, the website. Yeah, do, do, do it through the website. They can get hold of me. His um... phone number is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Nine, yeah, nine, nine. Yeah, but we are, we are, we are going to be doing a, um, we are going to be doing a speaking tour um, at some point this year. Um, and if there are any Americans out there who would like me on their podcast uh, to talk about all things free and free speech and liberty and the First Amendment and the Second Amendment and the Fifth Amendment, if you like, we can talk about all those things. Uh, I am available. And while he's out there, please school him on home invasions and the correct techniques. Yes. Not, not minimum force. Minimum force. I'm I'm English. <laughs> Baseball bat. Arizona prison handshake. Is that? <laughs> that? And then bomb fists. I'm giving the hug. <laughs> Come on, then. Come on, then. <laughs> you fat bastard. <laughs> Three, threesome. Threesome. Wilma, Wilma. Wilma, Wilma. I don't know. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant, that's it. Excellent. I enjoyed that, lads. That went quick. Right now with Talk Talk, you can speed up and spend less on broadband. Out of contract on Superfast Fibre? W Speed and save £134 on average by switching to Talk Talk Full Fibre 150. Just £32 a month for 24 months. Gets ultra fast full fibre, average speeds of 152 megabits per second, plus the world class Amazon Aero router. 
Switch to Full Fibre 150 and save £134 on average. Search Talk Talk Full Fibre for deals that make sense sense. Talk Talk. CPI plus 3.7% annual increase from April 2023. Average saving on Full Fibre 150 versus competitors publicly available out of contract Fibre 65 equivalent on 18th July. Ends 9th November, 9.95 PMP, subject to local availability. Right now with Talk Talk, you can speed up and spend less on broadband. Out of contract on Superfast Fibre? Double speed and save £134 on average by switching to Talk Talk Full Fibre 150. Just £32 a month for 24 months. Gets ultra fast full fibre, average speeds of 152 megabits per second, plus the world class Amazon Aero router. Switch to Full Fibre 150 and save £134 on average. Search Talk Talk Full Fibre for deals that make sense sense. Talk Talk. CPI plus 3.7% annual increase from April 2023. Average saving on full fibre 150 versus competitors publicly available out of contract fibre 65 equivalent on 18th July. Ends 9th November, 9.95 PMP, subject to local availability.